0: Shop Podcast is back again on this uh, uh calm before the storm of a Sunday evening here. Uh my one of your hosts, Barry Murphy, joined as always by my ever dependable host. First of all, Mr. Joe Towner.
1: Oh, hello there, Barry. Hello there, hello there. And
0: also, pressing the buttons and stuff, recording this, making sure you all hear it. Mr. Paul Griffin. Hello. Alright very sensual sunday greeting there mm-hmm. um uh this is possibly uh the last chair shop podcast ever before we are uh, blown away into the into the you know into a different continent because i don't know about joe over there but myself and paul we're bracing for a storm here on the old uh the old uh, emerald isle um how about How about are you expecting it at your end there, Paul? Because I know that the limerick, we're apparently smack down right in the middle of the of the red zone.
2: Well, the first I heard about it was about 20 minutes ago, so that was yeah. yeah.
0: I only heard about it about, yeah, about like you know, two uh, or three hours ago. Uh,
2: hurricane Hurricane Ophelia is the name of it, apparently.
0: Ophelia,
2: Ophi- excuse me, uh, don't disparage the hurricane. Um, no. No, I don't, I don't. I'm trying to find a map here which <laughs> shows me how banjaxed I am. Let's see here. Uh, we we'll, we'll, we'll probably will be okay, to be honest. Um, I have the luxury here of living on top of a big hill. So uh, we're, we're normally grand when it comes to flooding and that kind of thing.
0: Um, yeah, I, I, I'm city centre. Although I'm, I am right by the coast, but I'm also on a first floor apartment. So, uh, yeah, I'm more, I'm more kind of confused about ugh, should I go to work tomorrow? Like they've cancelled bus routes for school buses, but they've said the uh, others are going to be running. Right. Um,
1: so mm. I, guess, I guess I have to at least attempt to go. Um, uh, Yeah, Uh, I'm
2: looking at the map Joe
1: sent here. Um, It's it's kind of going right across Ireland, Northern Ireland and Scotland and completely missing England. So I don't know if that's some kind of sign from God. Well, about Brexit. I thought that Brexit was a good
0: idea and all those that weren't in favour of it are now going to be punished.
1: Yeah.
2: I think where I am is just outside of the the main uh, ghost shape there. Um, Yeah.
1: Looks like I'm a big carrot. Of <laughs> like an old hurricane, hurricane carrot. It's one of
2: those long, tapery carrots that no one actually likes. I didn't
1: realise that's what hurricanes look like. I thought they, was, or is that just that's the path? Oh yeah, that's, that's the path. The path yeah. yeah, I
2: don't think that's an actual representation of what <laughs> a hurricane looks like.
1: I didn't. I thought I didn't realise they were so long.
0: <laughs> yeah. The hurricane is at the bottom there, the the Sonic the Hedgehog thing at the bottom.
1: (laughs) Ah, yes.
2: The circular saw there, ready to cut Copperfield in half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I remember the last, it's been compared to like even worse than the storm we had in 2014, which to be fair, was fairly surreal. I remember going to college during that, not really expecting much to come of it. And like, you know, there was no buses, like just like at the end of the day around 4 p.m. I was like, where's the buses? It's pissing rain here. How do I get home? And like everyone was just on their phones, like someone at the bus stops. It, There's not going to be a bus coming. They've canceled all the routes. And so we all had to like, uh, like they canceled <laughs> like that specific route. So we had to walk. <laughs> Did like, you
2: fly bus- home by umbrella?
0: Well, we, I mean, I remember the winds were crazy because we had to walk to, there were some routes selective, so we had to like walk to the nearest one and uh, there were literal, literal trees had been uprooted and were blocking the way into the university. And so we had to like cut through some hedges through to a neighboring estate. It was, I mean, and then they are, I mean, they're predicting in the, in the worst affected areas, I mean, they are predicting like structural damage um, and, 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 and possible flooding. I mean, a pal of mine did have her house like legitimately like destroyed in, in in a flood a couple of years ago. So I mean, Limerick is Limerick is a fairly um, vulnerable town when it comes to flood. It's very rare that we get it, but but it. I mean, floods and crazy weather conditions. I mean, they do fuck this place up pretty bad. So, uh, but we'll see. I mean, you know, I'm sure we'll all survive. Um,
2: I God think is, I think that's what uh, Cromwell was thinking when he sent everyone to Connect back in the. Um, the, the days of English rule because he knew that that's where the the they get worst hit with floods and stuff
0: yeah so uh, well I'm sure we'll survive if not it'll be like bittersweet playing this podcast in a few days those of you if you're if you're like if you got a back like a podcast and then you listen to this and I'm already dead it'd be a bit trippy but um but uh, yeah so uh, we will um uh uh we'll we'll give you a follow up there if we're still here. In a week's time. Other than that, that
2: Barry, Barry uh, Joe, and I will will record a live podcast at Barry's funeral. <laughs> oh, live play by play.
0: Oh, think think of the number as my funeral would do. Like oh, we're talking upwards of like thirty retweets on that alone. <laughs> um, um, it's, how, it's how I died as, as I as I lived. You know, hungry for the numbers.
2: Do you ever think um, if if any of us die tomorrow, what would our last tweet be?
0: I was thinking about that today with regards to the storm. Like, okay, joking aside, obviously, I don't expect any fatalities out of this, let alone my own. But I was thinking, like, yeah, what if you just... Drop dead. What if you drop dead and, like, and I'm, like, and moments before I dropped dead, I tweeted some joke about having a thumb up a hole or any stupid <laughs> shit. I tweeted about, you know, like, any of the inane things, you know. Well,
2: your last your last tweet, not including retweets, is a Tommy Tiernan Video, oh, yeah. Uh, Joe's last one would be uh, David De Gea saving a shot against Liverpool the other day. The other day. Um, and mine, let me go to my own page here. My last one would be um, about how Darmian almost kicked Matic in the face, also during the Man United game. Mm-hmm. So, two football-y tweets and uh, Tommy Turn.
0: yeah. It's like the last Tommy Tiernan, last good Tommy Tiernan DVD, his first one 15 years ago. <laughs> I was going to
2: say, when did that come out? 2002?
0: Uh, yeah, like, yeah, that one or two thereabouts.
2: I remember when I was, oh, what age would I have been? Maybe 13, 14, being in my friend's house as he put a Tommy Tiernan DVD on. Oh, it was, it was <laughs> fucking terrible. Yeah. I was like, well, I, why have yeah, they been made I, to watch this?
0: I haven't watched that first one in a long time, but I always remembered it being like the good one. I've seen, I've actually seen most of his, and yeah, I mean, there. was like his
2: shtick is that he swears and he shouts a lot.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, and it's very, you know, hashtag relatable Irish stuff. It's kind of Peter Kay of Ireland, but a little bit more x ray. That's
2: that, yeah, that's like a perfect analogy. He's the Peter K of Ireland, but he looks like Roy Keane.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I think he, I, you know I think he's he's somewhat amusing, but certainly that like. But generally speaking, sitting down and watching a full length DVD of his is not something I would do. But anyway, mm. um, yeah. So other than other than, than uh Storm Ophelia, how how are your lads? Is uh, life, going? And that any any news? Any happenings? Any mm. any goss you wanted to share here on the podcast before we dive into our various things?
1: Not loads. But I did go and look at a flat on Saturday. Ooh. Oh okay. um, to rent um so it was quite nice it was yeah. quite spacious so um i'm going to go look at another one tomorrow and then if that one's not amazing i think it's a lot smaller apparently than this one um so if that's not amazing i might try and go for the one i saw and that in london is it oh yeah yeah okay. yeah definitely yeah yeah I'm not moving to manchester or anywhere all of a sudden if you
0: if you listeners hadn't had your feel of moving Gough
1: in the Ooh, the last a
0: bit. Bit,
1: bit More to come. So, more so moaning about stuff that I gotta buy. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> are you like? It's gonna be like kind of more like centrally London,
1: London, or it's you not. A bit of, it's or, not too far from it's a couple of miles from where I'm now, but closer to the centre of, of London. Right. So yeah. a bit of a better commute. Um. Yeah. So exciting stuff. Hopefully. Yeah. You may.
2: We, will. You not be then Joe from Catford anymore.
1: No, unfortunately
2: not. Well, it's a bit sad. I mean, in a
1: way, I always will be. Yeah. Oh, in way I won't.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a bit more of a quieter week. Um, I've applied for a promotion at work, though.
1: Oh. We'll see
2: how that goes. I'll have to do an interview and all that. But um, fingers crossed. Yeah.
1: Yes. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good.
2: Um, I've been kind of going back and forth on whether to even tell people about it because then if I don't get it, I look very silly. But uh, yeah, well, no. but then when uh, I do get, it, I can say
1: mm, it's the trying that counts. Told you in advance. So it's the going for it. Yeah. You know, it's mm. the climbing the ladder, not getting the belt. So <laughs> then, if you get the belt, bonus, isn't it? So.
2: <laughs> well, when you think about like TLC and when the Bank, all you think about is when they get the belt. Really, that's the most memorable bit, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but how do you get the belt? You've got to climb the ladder in the first place, and sometimes you get pushed off and <laughs> fall through a table. <laughs>
0: uh, and, and, hey,
1: and hey, sometimes the people who fall spectacularly
0: through the table and, and uh, injure themselves are the most fondly remembered. Yes,
1: you know, <laughs>
2: it's a good point. <laughs> you're so go. you're Bubba Ray Dudleys of the world, and you're.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, I'm hoping I'm going to be more of a edge than a Bob Dudley even though I resemble Bubba Ray Dudley a little bit more than Edge. Yeah, of course yeah um, so fingers crossed there uh, I don't have anything scheduled I just handed in the CV there on Friday so hopefully I'll be hearing something in the next day or two either come in for an interview or fuck off baby give you the job to someone better mm. so we'll see see how that goes mm. but aside from that a very quiet week uh, just playing a load, load of fucking video games. That's all That's all I've done yeah. this week. Barely any TV, I'm... no movies. Trying to get give this the, a fucking game finished. Go on. No, I'm just trying to get this. Because there's a lot of games coming out that I want to play, but I'm still, whatever, 10 hours into Horizon. So I'm like, right, I better f- finish this yeah. fucking thing. So I played between today and yesterday, eight hours of Horizon, something
0: like that. I'm. Trying to get I've got some I've got some off some time off work coming up. I've mentioned obviously the old endoscopy coming up. Um which by the way I, I last week I said I had no mails. I actually forgot I had one from Scott, which I forgot to read, mm. but it was quite amusing and it cheered me up quite a bit. It was about endoscopy related advice. Thank you, Scott. I did read it. Bum, I, I, bum I tubes. Kind of, you know, the old the old bum tubes. Um uh so i have that coming up and i'm hoping and i have time off work obviously for the prep and, and, and recovery for that kind of hoping that i might burn through some of zelda in that time you know because I'm, I'm like you paul i see the stuff on the horizon uh, no pun intended um <laughs> and i'm like i need to, i need to put this stuff to bed that i've been tipping away at for a few months um, i'll
2: be sad though because we don't I, I quite like your use of the phrase tipping away so we won't get that anymore
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Mario is probably going to be pretty long. I'll probably be tipping away at that for a while. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to finish it because the week after it comes out, we have O.T.T. and that'd be a that'd be a lovely little train game. Mm. Um, uh, just just two hours of playing that on on the go would be lovely. Uh, speaking of, speaking of games coming up soon, I went down to uh, GameStop today. Uh, I decided I'd go physical uh, release for for Wolfenstein Two because I was like that way I could... Give it to my roommate when I'm finished with it. He can play it that. He's playing Shadow of War currently, so I'm, I'm thinking I might rob that off him when he's done. Um, I went down there, and I tell you what, I if, another running joke for the longest time was that GameStop, you know, never gave you anything when you were trading in stuff. They gave me a load. I think they might be. I think they might be aware that the wolf is at the door, and they're trying to. They're trying to. Trying to get business any way they can. I basically traded in right several things that have been on PS Plus for free the last few months to the point where your man at the counter told me ah yeah you'll get a, a 40 euro credit for that and i was like oh great yeah put that against a, a wolfenstein pre I he's like yeah yeah it's not bad is it for a bunch of stuff that's been on the store recently for free and i was like yeah all right i don't need the, the judgment right i am i am I, I do have i do now own digital copies of all these games that i got for free but i don't need your judgment right um but, I mean, they usually give you a pittance, but I was giving in some fairly old stuff, and I got, I got 40 quid. And, right, they do this thing now where he gave me a little, he gave me a little um, loyalty, like, you know, stamp for a free coffee type thing that you get in a coffee shop. It's like, um, uh, he, I, I gave in four games, and he gave me, it has six on it, so he gave it four stamps. So he's like, um, bring in two more games, literally any two, they might be worth 10 cents, right? And by trading in six, we'll give you a bonus 20 quid. Uh, what? Credit put on so I have like a three year old WWE game here and what else do I got? Like Far Cry four which which is like five years old. So I'm gonna bring them in and I'll basically have like I'll, I'll basically have Wolfenstein paid off. I they they never they never do offers that good. So between that and the fact that they just seem to sell just Funko Pops now, I think they might be like terrified that <laughs> that the old uh physical game selling business isn't what it isn't all that it cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, no skin off my nose. Um so, um, yeah, so so Wolfenstein 2 and Mario are uh, are two weeks away. They're doing a midnight launch, actually, for both of those. Uh, your man actually goes to me, he goes, we're doing a midnight launch for uh, for Wolfenstein, Mario, Assassin's Creed, and Rugby 18, which are all coming out the same day. I was like, oh, what, a, what a bevy of treats. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but I, I, I've done the midnight launching for it. It's just, it's never worth it, especially with a PS4 game. You've got to bring it home. At 1 a.m, install it for an hour <laughs> go to bed yeah, so I'm just like um, someone someone I'm, get, I'm getting at Mario digitally because I, I genuinely don't want to go to the shop and find out they've sold out or anything like that so so I'm thinking I might just you know I've that day off work so I'll just, I'll just let all the freaks queue up at midnight and then I'll go at like lunchtime that day when they're all working away but um yeah, there's a, lot, there's a ton of stuff coming out are you getting, I assume you're getting are you getting Mario day one
2: um i mean it depends where i am with my other games i i mean i'm not in a rush i guess because i know it'll be there for me when i finish um i kind of would prefer if i'm not for whatever reason finished like horizon by then i would prefer to kind of finish horizon first and not worry about having to drop 60 70 or whatever would be on mario yeah. um but i'm very much looking forward to it um i had a weird hankering as well yesterday to um And I know this is going to sound like a bad idea, but to get the WWE 2K18, Mm. I was just kind of in the mood for it. Like you guys know, I've not had a wrestling game in seven years. Uh, Quite like wrestling. We've been talking about it for seven years. Feels like the time to play one of them. Um, And I went on the PSN to have a look at how much it costs. Uh, so you have two packages, right? You have the pre- pre-order digital uh, deluxe version. Right. Which you get, like, a few extra characters in it. One to hazard a guess how much that costs?
0: Uh, 80 quid. <laughs>
2: 100 euro. <laughs> and the uh, the uh, the basic version, 70 euro. Oh,
0: And I was
2: like, it can wait. I won't be buying that now, thanks. I'll get that for a tenner in... <laughs> Four months' time. Thank you.
0: Yeah. yeah. I just...
2: um, I was like, Jesus Christ, how much it costs.
0: I kind of, for whatever reason, just kind of had a longing to play it. Um, Especially because it seems like Fire Pro isn't coming to PS4 this year. It looks like it'll be a a 2018 thing. Hmm. It's like, ah, I'd like a wrestling video game to play, other than the one I have that's several years old. But yeah, it's just like, not, not full price, and like, you know, just no, just nothing about it really grabbed me, it, nothing other than the fact that it's just the new wrestling game um, uh, kind of made me want it and it's just like um, you know, plus, you know as, as you said, there's so much other stuff coming out, how do you justify that price? It'd be one thing if it was a quiet year but um, you know, it's just impossible to justify with Mario and, and Wolfenstein on the horizon and like Shadow War came out this week, which like looks okay um, and all this other stuff, but yeah, so, so more power to you for holding on
2: <laughs> well, it just it, I couldn't justify the price of it. Yeah, I know it's because part of me is like, you know, I, I, I if I'm getting, I kind of want the all the characters and that, but a
0: hundred euro, get
2: the fuck out of here, a hundred euro, Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it went unpurchased. I, I think it's out um, Tuesday, isn't it? Yes, um, yes.
0: A lot of people seem to have it already, but I guess like Amazon and whatnot are typically always. Well, you can you,
2: you can get with the like a lot of games do nowadays. You you get the the deluxe edition. You get like the early access for it.
0: Oh right, 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 right. Um, I was wondering. Yeah, uh, no reviews out for it. yet. no. But, but that's was...
2: that, that's the other thing. that kind of as as well as the price, obviously. But that kept me kind of keeping my wallet in my pocket was like, what if I. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped this money on it, and then the reviews come out five out, five out of ten. Like, yeah. uh,
0: if you're, if you're, if you're a weirdo who subscribes to like physical media still, uh, Age hang on magazine... a second.
2: Oh, you mean like magazines? Okay, fair. Enough. Sorry, go. On.
0: No, I just no. Yeah, magazines. It's like Edge has a has the first uh, Mario review.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Uh, they they gave it a ten. Obviously, said it was like this incredible thing. Okay. Uh, as you might expect, but I went, I went looking um, just for like a digital copy and, and it's, they haven't it updated it to the, it's actually officially the December issue. I don't know how they, how, what way they're, they're, they're branded it, but couldn't, couldn't find a copy of it online. So I was like, well, I'm, I am not going in and buying an actual physical magazine for a tenor um, to read this review. But anyway, while we're on the subject of games, do you want to jump straight into golf? Give us your update on, on Horizon while we're on the subject.
2: Yeah, we'll do. Um, well, I'm currently 21 and a half hours into Horizon. Okay. Tipping away at it, as you might say. Yeah. Um, I, as as per the game's like, progress meter in the menu, it says I'm 48% through. Okay. So I, I'm thinking I'm in terms of the main story. I'm kind of coming towards the end. I think I'm probably about two thirds through that. Um, doing ev- every side quest I can, doing every errand I can, all, trying to get all the cauldrons, all yeah. of the the bits and bobs. Because like I said, I do I do want to platinum. It. Um, one thing I'm saving for the post game though is uh, obviously finding all of the like metal flowers and all of the vessels and, and also doing all of the like challenges, whatever they're called, the hunting challenge things. Yeah. Like they feel like stuff that normally I would play to kind of pad at the play time. But now that I want to just kind of get it finished there, that's stuff that I can come back to later, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm level 33, I think. Yeah. Um, out of 50, is it? Out of 50. So I'm quite strong in it. Um, I just did a, a cauldron where I kind of met my first um, T Rex thing, the Thunderjaw. Oh, yeah. um, the problem was because that was my first time meeting it, I wasn't like prepared in terms of like I didn't have all my my medicine health backed up and and because it's, it's it was in a cauldron, it was like at the end of this like quite big dungeon. So I'm like, well, I'm stuck here now. Until I can beat this fucking thing. <laughs> Otherwise, I've kind of got to walk the whole way back through the dungeon. Which I do. Some sometimes it locks after you, so I don't know if I can actually do that. So that took about f- six tries to beat that thing. Um, it's the first time playing the game that I've actually kind of been like, okay, I'm going to put loads of traps around <laughs> the, uh, the shock rope thing, whatever that's called, the trap caster, or whatever it is. Yeah. Use that a lot in this case. And eventually I, I, I did beat it, but that was very, very tough. Um, yeah, re- as 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 I played more, like like I said, the last two days, I played like eight hours or whatever. Um, I do really, really enjoy it. Uh, there are lots and lots of little things that kind of annoy me about it. Mostly about how it plays mechanically, which I've kind of talked about in this podcast already. But stuff like, um, you know how when you put the focus on, that you, you can only walk extremely slowly yeah which i I understand why because otherwise you would just play with the focus on the entire game and <laughs> all the work they put into making the game look nice would be kind of done undone by just having a big grid across it but it's kind of like i feel like it's kind of like batman arkham asylum which is the only one i've played where like I i didn't just play the whole game in detective mode you know and that didn't come with the limitation of your speed dropping super drastically and not only can you not move very quickly and focus but actually the right thumbstick like you're looking is also drastically slowed down which i don't understand but uh little little things like that wind me up about how it plays and i, I kind of just wish that it was um more more focused on being fun to play rather than than being quote-unquote realistic because um, of course the game is not at all realistic um i like the the kind of little bits of uh mythology we've gotten about it, or at least that I have yeah. in the game. Like I, I I've got to the part where you go up to the top of the the tower to the the taro's pharaoh's room, whatever his name is Tom Farrow. Okay. Yeah. You go up to the room and you have the little hologram cutscene there and it kind of gives you a lot of
0: Okay, yeah, you're 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 decently you're decently through it all. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it gives you a lot of exposition about what's actually going on. Which is another thing that I kind of wish was done a little bit more smartly is a lot of the game explains things to you in these these cut scenes which aren't cut scenes but you're just like standing there watching holograms um mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of the game is 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 that is you you just have to you know okay i'll put the controller down now for 5 minutes but it's not done in like a cinematic way it's just your character just stands still while this the cut scene happens in front of you um and it'll be it'll be too long before i i play a game where every single quest isn't just um, follow a track. Because
0: that's
2: all this game is, and I'm so tired of it. I, I, I wish that the quests had a little bit more thought put into them. And even stuff like the cauldrons, right? The cauldrons, you just come across uh, on your map, and you go, oh, I'll go over there now. I wish that they had kind of a little bit more quest... To it, where maybe there's like an old scholar or something who's like, "Oh, I've read read about these these uh, mythological places you can go," but it's this there's there's nothing. You just go there. Oh, there's a place here. I'll go and look at it. And and as well, the cauldrons are all kind of very. They look all, all all look the same, and aren't very fun to play. Um, they remind me a bit of how I felt when I played the first Halo in single player, where it's all very repetitive and all the corridors just look the same and I sometimes couldn't tell which direction I was going in um but yeah hoping to get it finished soon um I do enjoy it a lot but like I said there're lots of little 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 things that irk me but mostly about how it plays I also played Flow this week oh for the yeah. first time um because I was I think it was on Thursday I just wasn't in the mood to play Horizon so I was looking through my cross-media bar to see I mean, what else can I play here and I had Flow and Flower which I think I got with Journey when I bought it. I think it was because I got the, the deluxe edition or whatever
0: they did a pack yeah I'm pretty sure yeah,
2: yeah. so I played Flow um, took me about a minute until I realised that it was like motion controlled like it's controlled by six axes where you tilt the controller that's, that's how you steer Uh, which I didn't know. So I was just pressing buttons and trying to work out why nothing was happening. Um, And of course, you know, I would press a button and maybe slightly tilt controller without realizing it, and it would, like, the thing would turn right, and i go, oh, that must be what right is, even though it's not. And it it only got to the point where I was, like, bouncing into the bottom of the screen and couldn't get out before I realized, oh, it's tilting, okay. Which, already at that point, when I worked out that the controls were six-axis that like half of my interest in the game just went out the window right away. And um, I guess it's supposed to be a very relaxing, it's not not a very intense game, nor is it a very thoughtful game like um, Journey is. It's just, it's supposed to be a very relaxing game. I find it more frustrating than relaxing in that the controls are kind of imprecise and I just didn't didn't think it was that fun to play. So after about half an hour, I just turned it off, never to turn it on again. Mm. Um, So that was unfortunate. Because Journey, of course, is, is brilliant. Um, I, I've never given Flower a go either. I'd hope the Flower would be better.
0: I i was kind of of the, of the understanding that they are. It's kind of similar. It's, I know that it's also
2: much in control, right?
0: Like, journey, Journey kind of is the one you want,
2: really. Yeah. Well, Flow, I did not think was much good. But again, that's kind of typical of what indie games were back then, right? There weren't these fleshed out experiences that we now know and now expect them to be. Um, and of course I've been playing my pro evo um, this year I started a different mode which I've never kind of delved into before which is the become a legend mode where you just control one player rather than the whole team mm-hmm. yeah and you start off as like a 17 year old with like very very average stats and you kind of have to build your way up build your way up so I, I started with Huddersfield as a portly 17 year old so I made myself off fat in the game um <laughs> And um
1: bit of escapism.
2: <laughs> well, art has, does help to sometimes mirror real life, doesn't it? <laughs> um starting for Huddersfield, uh as their centre forward. I scored like five times in twenty games and I found that it is it is kind of fun to play because you're you sometimes when you're controlling the whole team not to... This is going to come off like a humble brag, but sometimes the game's too easy, uh, especially when you've mm-hmm. played it for so long. Whereas this one, you're kind of less in control of the whole game. So yeah, you really yeah. have to kind of take your chances more and kind of try and use movement to influence. It's more yeah, it's more, it's more realistic in that in more individual way. What I do find, though, on the other hand, is that a lot of games just end nil-nil. <laughs> so, like, I was only... I eventually left Huddersfield. I put in a transfer request because I wanted to move to a lower league where I kind of stand out more and make more of a difference and then build my way up and then rejoin a- another league. Yeah. yeah, by the time I left Huddersfield, after 25 games or so, uh, we had the <laughs> the best defense in the league and the worst offense. Mm-hmm. We had, like, scored 10, conceded 11 in 25 games. <laughs> so our goal difference was, like, minus one. Which, in fairness, we were in, like, 12th place, so it was fine. But, um... I moved to FC Lorient in the second division of the French League. Because none of the championship teams would accept me. Like I put a transfer request, uh send our feeders to Aston Villa, not, not interested. Wolves, not interested. Hull, not interested. Better try abroad then. So I'm playing in France now. Um I think I started off like sixty-eight rated, and now I'm up to seventy two after half a season so stats are, are slowly climb climb enough but i I quite like it as a kind of different mode to play because previously in last years when i just played master league straight mm. through the year this time i played one season of master league with Paris saint-germain won everything so now i'm kind of taking a step away from it playing a bit of uh become a legend mode and we'll see how that goes and then i'll be back to master league i'm sure
0: does it have a does it have a story component to it
2: no, no, I know that that's what FIFA's been doing the last two years. It, it, the um, Hunter Alex like, Hunter mode. EA
0: kind of across all their sports are kind of Madden has it as well this year. Like really, like Madden has some straight up. Like I think they were kind of haping that Friday night's Lights show, the, like the drama about football players. Yeah. Like I've seen some of those cutscenes, and they're like ridiculously elaborate and taking place like not just in like you know the locker room. They're like you know cityscapes and on hometowns. Like it's really elaborate. But I guess, I guess Pro Evo is never going
2: to be that kind of game. You know? No, the, the difference between Pro Evo and, and FIFA, anyway, is FIFA is, is a lot more fleshed out as a game in terms of there's lots of different modes and obviously has the full license and so on. But it's kind of like a, a MacBook in that aspect. In that You get a lot of options, but that's all you get. And you can't really kind of play around with it. Whereas Pez, although more limited on options, has a much more fleshed out editing mode where you can change every little minute setting about a player from the way he runs to celebrations to the way he wears his his shirt tucked in or out or long socks or shorter socks like you can create obviously mod all the kits and and competitions into the game and mod teams into the game which aren't in the game whereas with fifa like i say if for whatever reason something like a team would not be licensed they're just not in the game there's no way of putting them in Um, And then ultimately, in the actual game, like you play 95% of the time playing football, right? And that's where Pez is better as well. So I don't really mind that I don't have a little wacky story mode. Um, I just kind of prefer to just play the football, (laughs) to be honest with you. I have Horizon for story mode. I do Robot Dinosaur story mode. That's fine. That's true. I don't really need it in Pez. that's Mm.
0: That's
2: all I've been playing. Mostly Horizon.
0: Okay, uh, let me see here. I've been playing a couple of different things. Um, I finished Ruiner, which I talked about a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's good. Um, the uh, you know, as if you don't recall, it's kind of the isometric kind of action game, dual stick shooter thing. Uh, the performance kind of went to shit in the last few levels. Like obviously, you know, you, you've got a big boss and tons of enemies. The deeper you get in a game like that, and it was just chug-a-chug-a-chugging along. Uh, really bad. Really, really bad uh, in the in the last level. Which is a shame. Other than that, it was really cool, really stylish game. Um, I had to turn it down to easy to finish it. Um, uh, <laughs> what a nerd! Comes- I'm a real man, right? And I don't do that usually. I'm a tough guy, and I'm, very, I'm extremely good at everything. Um... But, but I was just, about halfway through, I was just like, A, I can't get past this particular boss, and B, I'm, like, kind of enjoying it less and less the more I bang my head against it. Mm. Um, it's weird, it's because, it's like, you know, there are some games I like that are really hard, like Hotline Miami, where I just gripped my teeth and got through it, but something about this one, I was like, right, I'm, I'm like, getting frustrated in a way that makes me not want to play it, But but... The game's really stylish, really, really gorgeous kind of, you know, cyberpunk uh, dystopian future setting. And I, I, I wanted to see the remainder of the story and I wanted to see all the locales and hear the rest of the soundtrack. So I, I turned it down just to finish it. But that was a little frustrating, but it was good. It was, you know, it's only 20 quid. It's worth I, I do recommend it if you like your, 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 um, your dual stick shooters. And then just before this podcast, I played about an hour of Little Nightmares. Uh, which is seems like it is very 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 heavily inspired by limbo and insight. It is a kind of a side scrolling puzzle very you know very light puzzle platformer um that 's heavy on the atmosphere more so than the actual you know challenge ah. um and it 's really great um uh, that first hour is is good um it's it's creepy as you'd expect again you know i I was looking for something kind of scary to play i don't own too many like really scary games um uh, but i had that one sitting there and i've given it a go so Uh, it's not very long so i imagine kind of by next week i'll I'll, i can kind of report on that but yeah good um i got it for like a couple of quid on psn so if you're looking for something scary i'd give it a recommendation um and i think uh, well i also I
2: i forgot one more game i also played um episode four of uh telltale's guardians of the galaxy which came out this week. oh yeah uh probably the best one so far a lot better than the batman episode two i spoke about last week yeah um kind of the first guardians of the galaxy episode which felt like important or felt like not filler which the first three kind of did so i quite enjoyed it um already one more then it'll be done i also tried to uh have a look at um, the Telltale's Game of Thrones, which I have in my hard drive. Now I know that that's kind of not considered anybody's favorite by any means, but uh, again, I was not in the mood to play Horizon, so I was looking for something to, to kind of have a look at. And for whatever reason, I don't know why this why this happened, but um, when I opened up the application, it says that I have episode one, three, four, five, and six installed. But episode two it says um purchase but not downloaded. But when I try to access it from the store, it says I've already downloaded it. So I was like, right, fuck out, I'm not playing it. <laughs> I, I, I guess I could eventually try and you know re download it, but I just
1: won't be bothered.
2: So there you go. Uh
0: so let me see here. I don't think I've played anything else. Um no yeah um oh Paul has very quickly added there that he did play Guardians of the Galaxy episode 4 to the to the list so that's good. Mm. <laughs> um, uh yeah. So um for before, before Mario comes out I want to get back to Near Automata the the PS4 action game I just I don't know. It's like, well, it's, 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 I don't know. It's not doing much for me, but it, but it's one of those things where everyone's like, no, you have to, you have to get to the end because, because all the good stuff, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in the end. And it's like, okay. But I'm not, I'm like about eight hours in and I'm just not feeling it. But I, I want to get it finished before, before Mario comes out. So I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. But, um, I haven't touched it there for like a week or two. Uh, we can move on there, I guess, to a bit of teleguff. Um, who has been watching what? Well, I haven't, I haven't, um, started anything new I don't think I, I finished, I talked about last week I finished American Vandal, watched another episode of Big Mouth, it's it's hilarious um, really, really enjoying that uh, the newest episode of Broad City was good, it wasn't great, they did something a little different with it, but it was it was good and uh, I have not watched this week's Nathan for You yet um, which I want to get to uh, so, so not a whole lot new for me on the telly side of things, what about you lads?
1: Um, I, I have caught up with Nathan for You now Okay. Um I watched the there was a big kind of recap episode by like the the celebration one I think it was called with that kind of weird host. Uh, that was really funny. Good to see uh all the, <laughs> all the callbacks. Yeah. Um I watched the one with uh the Michael Richards lookalike in the diner. Oh uh, that was god, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh god, that was so weird. Um what was the other? I can't I did watch the other one, but I can't remember what it was now. Uh,
0: they did the chili, the chili thing.
1: Yeah. No, I haven't watched. I don't think I've seen that one yet.
0: Thinking, okay, yeah, uh, that one, one is one behind. Uh, so that good. one is great.
1: Oh my god! And what there was, was another
0: behind. one. <laughs> it, there's been, there's
1: been... <sighs> Oh, maybe I only watched one. Oh yeah, it's, you know, so I watched the celebration, then I watched the Michael Richards' one, but I haven't watched the okay, uh, yeah. the chili shop one yet so um, so that
0: they're both they're both great i have not watched this week's yet but i i'm sure it's great um yeah, yeah. The, the the one the next one you're about to watch is great as well but the michael richards one was just was tremendous
1: yeah it was and i, I side following an account called uh i forget what it's called nathan for you with no context or something on twitter yes it yeah. just posts the screenshots and i've just been reading that at work and just laughing a lot <laughs> just a discussion. <laughs> There's one where it's just Nathan going, "What's your favourite position?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, yeah like that's a, that is a great account. That is a great account, and it, it reminds me how great the show that's is. Funny.
1: Yeah, yeah, all the great moments. Need to rewatch it. It's
0: great. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd love to actually just go back and rewatch the whole show again. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah.
0: I got, actually, after this show is done, before I go to the old bed I may watch this week's Nathan to get caught up on it.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Good idea. Um I also been watching a bit of uh, Red Dwarf because uh, it's they've obviously been doing new episodes on Dave the uh, TV channel for blokes who love banter, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um so yeah, um yeah, but big Red Dwarf fan like the early years. These newer ones are a bit they're not up there with the classic show but they're they're entertaining enough. So I watched like the whole series this morning in bed. Um, sort of fun. So that's that's mainly what I've watched this week. Some some good stuff. How about you, Paul? Uh,
2: well, I finished Rick and Morty finally. Mm. Uh, the last three episodes there, and um, it's quite funny how there's this whole phenomenon now of of it's it's the Rick and Morty are kind of the John Cena of of the adult cartoon world right now where. It's kind of cool to hate Rick and Morty. Um, I thought because obviously um, Barry, you told me in advance about, uh, especially that the last episode, the president one, was a bit flat. Uh, I actually thought the three last episodes were all great, um, mm. especially episode eight, which was the uh, the kind of clip show episode. Um, oh well, that yeah, that was tremendous. Yeah, I thought that was tremendous. I thought the the um, episode nine was great with. Uh, which was episode nine. I can't remember which one it was, but it was it was great as well. Uh, I was with um, Jerry's alien girlfriend, who's like, "We will celebrate with a hunt." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And tomorrow we hunt. I thought that was great, and uh, yeah, I actually thought the last episode was very good as well. Um, I just, I it's it's funny how <laughs> so early into its like run, how Rick and Morty has already kind of been turned on by the fan base and been turned on by a lot of people because of the fan base is is what a lot of people yeah. say is why don't you like the show oh because the fans are so and so who gives a shit how the fans are sure no, it doesn't matter you don't have to go out and have a pint with the fans just watch it yourself and go well, that was funny or that was not funny you make up your own mind about it um, like I secretly for years <laughs> hid my my um, fandom of Linkin Park because they were very uncool to like and I'm like Fine, I'd like Linkin Park I don't care what anybody says um, so I thought I, th- I thought Rick and Morty uh, there was only one or two episodes this season that I didn't think were great um, but the last three I-, I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed so I can't wait until it's cool to like Rick and Morty again because then I can be back on the bandwagon yeah
0: there you go that, is that it for, for
2: Telly That's it for Telly. I'm still behind in South Park. I have uh, have all of those to watch. Very much enjoyed the, the latest um, Best of the Worst. Very much enjoyed the latest Nerd Crew podcast. Um, but That's a recount really for TV. That's more. There's more to YouTubes.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alrighty, we can move on there uh, to emails. Do you guys have an email? I don't have any email.
1: I do. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go first, Joe? Um, yeah, I do. Um, I have the one email from Scott McAvoy. He says, subject, Shocktober movies and Heenan memories. Good evening, Joe. I'm a huge horror film fan as well. To the point, and maybe to my shame, when I worked at Blockbuster during the 90s, I had seen every horror movie in the store. Uh, now, for the younger listeners, Blockbuster was a chain of shops where you would go and rent a videotape of a movie. Um, videotape was sort of like a download, but in a physical kind of plastic case that you had to put into a machine. Yeah, um, And yet yeah. you had to
2: rewind it before you brought it back. As well. And
1: the, yeah, otherwise they charge you 50p, fine. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says, most horror movies are based on jump scares, which just don't do much for me anymore. Oddly enough, the last movie that actually rather spooked me was Sinister. Something about the combination of watching that movie at night by myself in the house and the subject of that movie just made me feel uneasy, to the point where I had to actually pause watching it. Having watched the sequel, I've discovered as I get older that a psychological horror movie is much more effective than a house with a set of monster closets and jump scares. Is there a movie that you can't watch or that put you in a similar situation where you had to stop watching it and finish another time? Um, I don't think I've ever had to abandon a horror movie. I think the only one I struggled to get through was maybe The Shining because uh, it was too scary. So I probably paused it quite a bit. Um, but I, I've, I've watched it in one sitting though. Um i still i don't find psychological horror too bad or the gore it's still supernatural for me any any spooky ghosties or anything like that spooky. Uh, i love how you and
2: my kind of what we don't like in, in horror is so different <laughs> they're like
1: oh we're like <laughs> but
2: where it's like for me i find i find it yeah, you know, it's it's kind of silly to 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 say gore is fine. Um psychological horror is fine, but the <laughs> the spoopy ghosts. But well, then from
1: yeah, but uh, you know, you know that um the blood's not real whereas ghosts couldn't... Yeah, well now you're making me
2: look silly and I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> what, wait, wait, whoa, whoa. let's let's re- we'll, we rewind there a moment. Uh like so we don't get the 50p fine you know the blood isn't (laughs) real but the ghosts might be
1: well like imagine if a serial killer came in i I could probably try and fight him off you know what i mean i could do something Mm. but if a ghost Uh, came after me what could i do
0: um you could wake up Uh, because you might be dreaming
1: yeah but they can get you in their dreams like Freddy. oh that's true yeah they're they're very versatile ghosts so you wouldn't know if you'd be like oh it's okay okay, i've woken up and but you hadn't you are still dreaming the versatility of the ghosts is
0: why so few of them are convicted unlike murderers
1: yeah they get away with it there's no justice for the ghosts yeah,
0: it's, it's,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me next email hang on he hasn't finished he oh, bit more okay um, he says Bobby Heenan was so quick with the insult and most of the time in a fun way my two favourite Heenan memories are when he was leaving the WWF and in order to get him out of there and do it in story they had Gorilla Monsoon get so mad he dragged Bobby off the set during a match, they were announcing and literally throw him out the building. The second was during WCW, when the giant grabbed Eric Bischoff and choke slammed him. Heenan, off the cuff, said, "Hey, Eric, what's the wattage on those bulbs up there? Enjoy your vacation from the footy." I don't know what that means. Thank you, Sco Scott, and that's my emails. Over to you, Paul. All
2: right. Well, I have two. Uh, first one's asked from Scott McAvoy, El Hijo del McAvoy. Uh, He says, good evening, Paul. I'm a little confused about you Mm. and your enjoyment of video games. Mm. You complained that Horizon was too realistic to the point where it wasn't fun. Okay, we we actually talked about that again today, so that's appropriate. Uh, So how do you spend so much time playing Pez? Pez is realistic to the point where uh, you're bad at it if it was going to be fun shouldn't the goalie get uh, out of the way of your shot so you could score every time? Wouldn't it be more fun if the ref gave the other team's star a red card in the first two minutes so he wouldn't be in your way of winning? Well, the point of Pez isn't that it's fun because you win all the time. In fact, uh, for anyone who plays Pez or Football Manager or any of those games, if it becomes too easy, that's kind of why I stopped playing Master League, as I said today, I prefer to... Mm. To not just win all the time, because then the game isn't fun. You you want a bit of challenge to it. You want a bit of, um, what's the word we're looking for? You want a bit of adversity to overcome, right? Um. So actually, no. I, for me, it would be less fun if the goalie just got out of, out of the way of my shot every every time, or if the ref gave the other team a red card. In fact, sometimes what I'll do in Pez is get myself a red card just because fuck it. <laughs> if I'm like two 0 up, I'm like, all right, get sent off and see if they can get back into the game, make it a little bit more fun, a little bit more challenging. Um, and whereas with Horizon, it's it's when I say realistic, it's more about where where game companies implement a control scheme to make it quote unquote realistic, as opposed to the the realism of actually fighting a robot dinosaur, or the realistic the reality of actually playing football or playing Pez. Like this is the thing of of. Back in the the Wii days, okay, the tennis game was that you you actually had to you know mime hitting a tennis ball with a tennis racket. That's how you played the game. Um, I probably wouldn't enjoy it today if Pez you actually had to mime kicking a ball every time you wanted to pass. That would make it more realistic, but it would not make the game more fun to play necessarily. I think I think that's kind of my point. Is I pre- I I lean more towards a game being. Fun to play and more user friendly and more streamlined in that sense, rather than being more realistic, quote unquote. And the classic example I always give is um, in Firewatch. To look at your map, you have to, it. It takes up the entire screen. So I was like, why, why, do, why don't they just put a put a, a <laughs> little mini map on the screen? Oh well, it's supposed. It's supposed to be uh, to replicate the the sensation of of orienteering you know you have to actually look down at your map and say work out where you are and where you go okay well i don't have, play orienteering i want to play a video game you know just put a mini map and make my make it easier for me and more fun to play rather than I have to take my map out every five minutes and look at it and stop playing i essentially have to stop playing every five minutes just to look at the map and that that doesn't make the game fun for me That's where I come from, Scott. Um, Scott continues and says, I'm curious what you and the lads thought of the TNA slash GFW slash WTF airing a pay-per-view on their programming that was three years old uh, when Eric Young won the title less than a week after Eric Young had won the NXT tag team title. It really looked like a desperate grab for attention. At the rate they're going, I'm expecting a Patreon to be started up to keep it going any day now. So why do you make it that guy? I, I know that the the classic one that's been kind of out there is the Bobby Roode coming out, and the commentator actually says, "You know, you might know him from NXT. He's called the Glorious One. He's made the jump, and that that is to me, you know, that's that's different to me than just airing a three three year old pay per view. That's actually trying to mislead people. Yeah, that that's actively oh, yeah. trying to cause confusion in the marketplace. Is what that is."
0: Uh, I, you know, I think I think it's just kind of par for the course of what all smaller companies try and do when they're trying to flog their uh, their video library. I mean, it's it's cringy, and I kind of roll my eyes at it. But ah, uh, what can you do? You know, they're they they are they are so deep in the hole now that I think they need to do whatever they can to to get people in. Uh, I've heard there's mumblings that Ring of Honor, at long last, will be doing a video service soon, and you know for a fact they're going to be out there pushing that you know, CM Punk footage like nobody's business mm. um, so yeah you know I mean uh, would I do it what DNA's doing probably not but also I don't have the, the amount of debt they have so you
2: know uh, and then the last bit of the email uh, Scott gives us another pick one of three. Oh yeah he says this might be one of his favourite ones and it says have a great week so thank you very much for your email Scott appreciate it as always his three people are John Travolta Nicholas Cage, Christian Slayer Already, I'm thinking um, Travolta, *Pulp Fiction*.
0: Uh, I, already, I'm thinking Nicolas Cage just straight away in the bin. Ah, well, hang on a
2: second. Nicholas Cage. I, ha-
0: I have no, I have no time for Nicolas Cage, either, in, like sincerely or ironically. I don't, I just don't find much like you know, like *Kick Ass* is good, but I don't know. That National Nicolas Treasure. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I,
2: I got a admit it.
0: I'm... <laughs> How about this? How about this? Uh, go to the charity shop and buy an Indiana Jones box set for a fiver.
2: I already have the Indiana Jones box set.
1: Oh, well, even oh. better. Pop it on. I, mm. I, I also have
2: National, National, Treasure National Treasure one and two.
1: Yeah, better, better than Indiana Jones.
2: National oh, Treasure is great. I'm yeah, Joe will back you up for this. It. National Treasure is brilliant.
1: I
0: haven't, I haven't seen National Treasure, but I think you two are on crack.
1: Uh, um, well, I am, but I don't know what that's called. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hang on. Nicolas Cage,
2: good. we have good. National Treasure, right? You've got. I want to take his face off.
1: I hate face off as crap.
2: You have The Rock. Rock's good. Uh, rock, not, not the Boot Wrestler. Um, kick Ass, as Barry said. Ghost Rider.
1: The ghost Rider sucks. What are you talking
0: about?
2: <laughs> the Wicker Man, that second one where oh,
0: he goes, God. The bees! Oh, ah, the bees! Not in my eyes, they're in my mouth! Um. <laughs> I want to take these bees off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Leave in Las Vegas? I haven't Uh, seen that. Tell you, pissed bees! Uh,
0: John Travolta, you got uh, Pulp Fiction.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, You got Swordfish. (sniffs) Alright. Grease. Uh, Grease, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah,
2: Yeah. with Joe Watts the other week.
0: Yeah. Um
1: uh you got, you, J Simpson.
2: <laughs> you got Battleground get, Earth. Get,
1: get shorty, that's a good film. Um Uh Carrie Oh yeah Using that. Um And of course you got the Look who's Talking uh, series. <laughs> now it's
0: the pitchers talking <laughs> Oh, that's, that, that might have sealed it there for all JT. What do we? What, uh, Christian Slater, I mean, what do we got here? I don't know that there's much I really care about on his side.
1: Ooh.
2: Um, Christian Slater, off the top of my head, you have... Fuck, what's he been in?
0: Yeah, I don't know that he's... Yeah, you know, he doesn't jump off. Nothing jumps out at me.
2: I think the only thing I've seen him in is True Romance. That might
1: be the only one. True Romance is good. I think yeah. he's a really good actor, but he doesn't have that. Oh, he was in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Um, That's not he? Yeah, I wouldn't, I'd rule out Slater. I actually like him a lot, but he doesn't. He was in Interview with like, Vampire, which Joe yeah, talked about. He's got probably three good movies.
2: Yeah.
1: Not really any great ones. I'd, I'd go with I'd have to go with J
2: T. Okay, we go with Travolta, so
1: Yeah, it's got to be Travolta, I think. Yeah, it's a good one, though.
2: Um, but Nicolas Cage a close
1: second. <laughs> he was, of course, is. also in Ladder Forty Nine. Now available <laughs> <on> VHS. Oh <laughs>
0: uh, dear. Um, yeah. Any more emails?
2: Yeah. Second email comes from Marcus. Uh, oh, spuddy boy. <laughs> And he says, actors and characters, a question. He says, hi all, apologies if you've covered this or similar before, but I have a couple of questions for you. Number one, if you could spend a weekend with any actor, which actor would you pick? And (laughs) what would you do?
0: Uh,
2: uh, (laughs) Sharon Stone from the 1980s, and you don't want to know. (laughs)
0: Hang on, we're not factoring time travel into this. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, one. uh the rock uh, just cuz i i would want to see him in, in david brent like fashion dictating his awful tweets to a, like an intern um just going like "Hey, uh, uh bobby uh, get 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 your phone out okay uh Dwayne mused that the that the, the <laughs> is going to be the hate of the summer
1: um
2: I think The Rock would be one of those people that is so positive you you just hate him immediately.
0: I I know what you mean. He's like, oh,
2: shut this! <laughs> Get this guy away from me! Dude, shut up! Oh, god! Any actor? Fuck!
1: I mean, they all seem insufferable. Cause are there any ones that aren't? <laughs> um, are, are any of them a so Jim Carrey is probably alright, is he? Nah.
0: I don't know. That seems like it would be hard work.
1: Is uh, he need, like anti-vaccination as well? Yeah. No,
2: I, I tell you I going to say anti <laughs> semitic for some reason.
1: Uh, that as well, yeah. i um, will probably hang
2: out. I'd probably hang out with with Jack Black.
1: Probably Morgan like, Freeman.
2: Freeman's a good one. He could narrate your life as you walk around Morgan and Freeman. do whatever. What about you, Barry?
1: Uh, no, I said The
0: Rock.
2: Oh, The Rock. Sorry, of course. So, Morgan Freeman, The Rock, Jack Black. There you go. Um, he also says if you could spend the weekend with any movie character, which character would you pick and what would you do?
1: King Kong, <coughs> Spider Man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, hang on, give me a second. Let me look up what Sharon Stone's character's name is in Puerto Rico*.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Keep uh, asking for trouble. To be fair. Um.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Laurie Quaid. There we go. And we would just have a nice talk over uh, a good game of Scrabble. Um. what he also says keep up the grape work and grape is G-R-A-P-E in all caps is that a reference or something
0: I was actually wondering yeah that might be but I don't know
1: were you eating grapes last week
2: no the last time we probably talked about grapes was when Matt Hardy was eating grapes and Mm. we talked about that I'm not fat I'm eating a grape So that's all the emails we do still have one movie we haven't covered yet when are you allowed to see a movie
0: uh, yeah. Well, I, I talked about it on the show before. I, I showed Kira your are next for the first time last night. She hadn't seen it before. Any use? Uh, you know, we we were looking for we were looking for a good a little bit of spooky spookiness um for the for the month that's in it. Uh, yeah, that movie's great. I've seen it before. Talked probably talked about it on the show before. Really great kind of slasher home invasion um uh, gore fest of sort. That guy would say it's a gore fest, but it's got some it's got some brutal kills in it. Um, yeah, really. Just it's just really it's just a really well-made slasher film. There's not there's not really much of a gimmick to it or anything, but it's a it's a highly recommended watch. Pretty easy watch. Uh, it's like bloody, but not like gratuitously kind of torture porny or anything at all like that. So you don't you, if you are easily turned off by that kind of stuff, you don't need to worry. It's it's easy enough to digest. Um, yeah, good recommendation. It's on Netflix. Um, uh, yeah, so that's a recommendation. I haven't seen many other. I haven't really made time to watch many other horror films. It's just like there's too much other stuff going on, you know. Like, you know, me and you've talked about all the games going on. I don't want to drop, you know, all the stuff we're in the middle of playing to watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre again for the millionth time. Mm. Uh, uh, you know, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's that's it for movie MovieGuff, and we've done emails. So do we want to move in to the uh, wrestling-related portion of the show? Please. Uh, the I suppose one of the bigger stories of the week was two departures... WWE Neville, the king of the cruiserweights. Uh, it was originally reported that he walked out on Raw. That is now being like disputed by some outlets who are saying that, that did not happen. He just wasn't booked. Um, uh, but but what definitely happened is that he has basically kind of left the company in an unofficial capacity. Uh, WWE is saying that he um, has not left the company. He is category. They're categorically denying that he's been. That he's been released, but uh, the story goes that he is not going to be coming to work, and he has asked for his release. So that that situation is still a little bit muddled. We still got a lot of mixed reports coming out on that, but um, certainly seems like he was maybe frustrated with his position in the company. Um, and I'll be honest, I I I think you know more power to him. I think I think he I think he way deserves more than being on two hundred five live, and to be honest, being in the in that division at all. I think he's I think he's above it. Mm-hmm. I think I think that is like it's basically main event personified in a division um, I think it's I think it's it's not where you put people of his level um, uh, uh, at all and, and he should be on the main roster he should be in like a US title position he could really be elevating those mid card belts um, and honestly I think I think he could even go higher than that so um, there, play Tim you know he, he continues the trend of the vast majority of people who leave WWE these days are, are people leaving of their own volition um, very rare do we get the old spring cleaning like we used to, it's pretty much just people deciding they're fed up and they want to go um, and I I think he will have a license to print money on the European indies alone uh, and and the states as well most likely, obviously I think we'd love to have him over here in OTT, uh, would
1: kill it's for that actually. it's a lot better for their PR to just drive people out rather than fire them maybe. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, they don't. They don't have. They don't have to deal with the bad
0: optics anymore of firing twenty people. <laughs> they can just. They can slowly pick them off yeah. um, uh, when they're weak. Will, but yeah, what do you lads make Neville?
1: That's strange because he seems to have been. You know, the new character was working really well. I mean, I've, I don't know what he's been up to recently because I haven't watched any wrestling in about six months. But <laughs> he seemed to be doing a lot better in terms of character. But maybe just being stuck on that show was. It's too too much of a problem. Yeah, yeah
0: and I think, I think also as well, it's like they put Enzo on the brand and Enzo has also like main-evented Raw several weeks in a row. Or not in a mm. row, but a lot lately. And so maybe he's feeling a little bit gilded like I'm ten times the wrestler this guy is and you're putting all this stock in him. You know, uh, it's... Yeah. But you are right. I mean, the character was great. I think he gave some life to that show. But, um yeah i don't know uh what do you make of it, Paul?
2: get him over to get him over to dublin go see him that'd be nice it, it's weird though it's it's kind of it's, it's like he's left if, if he has indeed left he's left to kind of the the highest point of his his entire run arguably like yeah it, as as you said it seems like everything for him like character wise and everything is just like clicking now after years of being a fairly nondescript kind of high-fiving baby face Seemed like he kind of had figured out his his. The were
1: niche. rumors about money as well. Um, oh, the
2: whole WrestleMania DVD thing.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure given that they don't have the pay per views anymore, and if you're not getting DVD money, it might not be great money.
2: For, for what they're and the, yeah, the cruiserweights are probably not indies. great money anyway. You know.
1: Yeah, you know, compared to what you do on the indies, where you pick your own dates and have creative freedom.
2: Well, it certainly seems like the indie landscape is set up now for those kind of exciting Ricochet-style guys who, who maybe in WWE only have, only have a certain ceiling, you know, that financially that they're going to be able to make. Um, it's
0: kind of funny that this, that this news came about as the news came about that Ricochet may also be going to WWE at long last.
2: They can oh. tag in and out.
0: Yeah, because you feel like, I mean, it just, Ricochet is another guy who's in that elite level who in two years' time just maybe so fed up that he's not where he thinks he should be, uh, like Neville is. You know, that it's like a revolving <laughs> door. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure he'd be. It, it would be a gigantic pop if and when it's announced that he would be coming to Dublin. I imagine it would be the exact same all over mainland UK. Uh, and mm. again, you know, it's 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 not it's not the financial death sentence it used to be. You know, no, the, the he no. The
2: scene probably, is ripe for the taking now. In fact.
0: He won't have a free weekend or in some cases, you know, several weekdays uh, for for one side end. And I'm sure he'll sell T-shirts out the wazoo. Um, The other thing as well is that he he obviously, you know, he wrestled for years in Japan and on the indies before he went to WWE. So it's not like he's afraid of getting out there and traveling and and, and working hard. And it's really cool because it's like he left, he's been, you know, developmental for like years 2011 2012 he signed so it's like a different universe now on the indies it's like he left before progress started before ott started before pretty much all of the the big top tier euro uh companies came about uh, or certainly that they hit you know got their new lease of life so just overflowing with potential matches so he'll be fine austin aries i think is 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 you know his his non-compete or whatever is is up very soon i know he's going to be he was tweeting about some matches coming up and and how there's lots of money to be made so uh you know their their losses is is the scene's gain really but it's uh it is still all up in the air at the moment they are it might be a cm punk situation where he walked out and they're they're telling everyone he hasn't left in the hope that they could get him back and let bygones be bygones but mm. I, I i'd say once you once you walk out i feel like you're you're gone gone you know um so yeah uh, we we will update on that as it happens the other big departure of the week was jimmy jacobs the creative uh team member formerly obviously ring of honor uh, uh you know standout, out one of the more lauded independent acts of the of the last decade or so he was on the creative team for a few years. Uh, he went and he got himself an owl selfie with the Bullet Club when they were doing their Raw invasion a few weeks ago. The Raw invasion that, by all accounts, like upset WWE more than you'd actually imagine. Uh, mm. Got them very, very annoyed, even though, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's just, you know, it's just nothing. It's just a little PR stunt for a YouTube show. Uh, they were very, very annoyed about that, and they were very, very annoyed that one of their own people went out there and got a photo with them uh, you know, and it's funny because there are you know uh, they have a lot of friends, the bullet club in on the raw brand, but you know only only one person went out and got a photo when it was Jimmy Jacobs, so uh he has been fired uh and again, developing story, we don't know if he's gonna if he's gonna be a wrestler again, if he's maybe gonna take bookings as like a consultant or a or a, a booking assistant for promotions, I think that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, he's a, he's a free agent again. And uh, I, I don't know, some, I saw some allusions to the fact that maybe he already had problems there. I, I don't know what those were. Again, I just saw allusions of that nature. But um, uh, yeah, very weird. I, they, seem, they seem a bit more gotten to by the whole Bullet Club thing than I was expecting.
1: Mm. Maybe it's because the Bullet Club are actually successful. That irks them.
0: Maybe, yeah.
1: As long as you're minor league, then you can do what you want. I mean, yeah. So it's, just...
0: kind of, it's kind of like it's like if if someone was to take a selfie with whoever the fuck TNA champion is currently, I don't think they'd care because TNA are so off the grid.
1: <laughs> it uh, could be Jimmy Jacobs, to be honest, for all it, we know. Yeah, I mean, He right. could take He's a selfie with him. himself.
0: <laughs> Whereas Bullet Club and, and <laughs> Bullet Club and the uh, uh, and the in general the whole New Japan thing—they're trying to crack the USA, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, I in some ways I think they overreacted. In other ways, I can kind of see it. I can understand the frustration a little bit.
1: You know. uh, yeah. But it's not like they were on the show or he appeared on their show. It's friends mm-hmm. doing a picture. You know, if you went across to a right, you know, took a picture with Paul mm-hmm. outside yeah. his office, would your company go? What oh, the fucking doing calls with a friend at another company? You're yeah, fired.
0: So, uh, so yeah. So that that situation is uh, is is interesting. Um, let me see here. Um, yeah, no, no real news on that. Just that, that he has, a, of course, he has a PWT store story up already, which is great. Oh, he does. Uh, um, so yeah, and it, and it has the selfie on it. So of course. <laughs> Um, because of course you can't just have a PWT story need, it needs to be awful immediately uh, so anyway so that's uh, yeah those are two those are two departures it's going to be very interesting to, to keep your eye on I, I'd i be very curious if Jimmy because he's had basically a, not a desk job per se but you know suit and tie write a script job for, for a year or so now which is a you know I don't know if he's going to transition back into wrestling but that'll be one to watch that could be another interesting name back on the scene anyway Ooh, the other big story there, Wrestling Observer tweeted during the week that the rumored direction for Survivor Series is Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar.
2: Well, that's the worst Follow- match of the year, uh, locked, I think.
0: Following the, uh, it seems that in general it will be a Raw versus SmackDown theme show, like last year, so, uh... No, no need, no desire to see that. Not, not, not even a little bit. Um, uh, I can't remember the last Brock match I really, really liked. I guess the, I guess the four way or or whatever it was at SummerSlam. Yeah. Um,
2: but what was the last singles Brock match you enjoyed?
0: I can't remember the Joe match. I was very disappointed in.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Goldberg matches were what they were.
0: Well, yeah, they were, I, I actually liked those a whole lot, but it was like, you know, special circumstances because it was Goldberg and they, he, he, he has that aura and he has that thing that the fans understand, where Jinder, it's like, you know, I, I, I don't know, I don't know that even if they were to do a five minute spot fest with weapons that people would necessarily care because it's Jinder, um, but, uh, i tell you what, at the very least, Brock may murder the, the, the Sings in spectacular fashion.
2: Mm. It'll be rubbish.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't really have much more to say about that. It's going to be what it's going to be. Um, so, uh, yeah, what else, what else have we got here on the news?
2: Just last thing on Raw this week, the official... S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion happened. So that's that's a thing now. The S.H.I.E.L.D. are back. Mm. The only reason I bring this up is because Barry, of course, postulated a few months ago, before the wheels were really on this thing, about how a potential S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion would affect people's reactions to Roman Reigns. Yeah. So I'm interested to see, obviously this was just the first week where they properly reunited. I'd be interested to see when we have a a Roman Reigns appearance on his own, whether or not he gets cheered or booed. But the reactions to The Shield, of course, were very, very positive. But, you know, y- y- you expect that initially, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, of course, we didn't have a bet on it or anything. There's no official burger bet this time.
0: No, 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 no. I still owe
2: Barry not. a burger, by the way. Um, yeah. There was no burger bet on it, but uh, Barry said that. He thought that Roman Reigns would be cheered. And I think that he would still be booed. I mean, even when they have their first match, I'd be interested to see... Well, obviously, they're having a TLC match at the pay for you, but like their first proper match, when Roman gets tagged in, for example, hmm. how the crowd will react. I mean, we'll, we'll I'd see. Say,
0: yeah, I'd say he may get booed in that circumstance, but, you know, we'll see. Um, they did make... I didn't watch Raw, so I don't understand the context of this, but they did make... <laughs> the match for the weirdest
2: three on four match you will ever come across.
0: It's a tables, ladders, and chairs match. Sheamus and Cesaro and the Miz and Braun Strowman versus uh, the Shield. I know. I did. They they did an angle where the Shield took out the 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 Miz uh, goon squad. Mm. Uh, uh, so I and I guess I guess Miz just then recruited the other three. I don't know why. I, I again. I, I can. I can. Ju- I just can't force myself to squeeze Raw. Into, into well, the the, the
2: Shield attacked Strowman earlier in the show, I believe. They threw him through the announce table, and he yeah. he burst in, said he wanted in the match. I again, I, I don't really, I don't watch Ross, so I don't have any real insight on it. But that's the match we've ended up with anyway—a weird hodgepodge of people <laughs> in a match. That'd be great though. Hmm. It'd be great. Yeah, it'd be That'd good. Be but I feel like the Shield should have maybe have. Been brought back to to face like an a new unstoppable trio, for example, mm, as opposed yeah. to people who are just popped together mm-hmm. on yeah. Raw for no real reason.
0: Um, so I think that's it for the news. Really, Paul, did you want to talk about SmackDown?
2: SmackDown was good this week. We talked about Hell in a Cell already, didn't we last week? Yeah, the, the yeah. two had two two cell matches were very good um so yeah i thought smackdown was good this week um Hall Hall was not in the show so maybe that played into why why it was good i don't know uh the usos came out to start the show and they actually got kind of a, a, a crowd reaction like a like a, a positive crowd reaction like they didn't necessarily turn baby faces they still acted very much like the usos but they were they were more like than they usually were they came out and brought out the the new day and did kind of a the thing you see after UFC fights or after boxing matches where they kind of said, you know, we've been to war now. We respect each other. You know, the Usos and New Day. Uh, and this brought out, of course, uh, all of the other tag teams in the division. The Hype Bros, um, the Ascension, Brizango, Benjamin and Gable. All coming out and saying, okay, the Usos New Day feud's over. We're next in line. Uh, and Dan and Brian came out and made a, a four-way match. To determine the new number one contenders, which was of course won by Gable and Benjamin, uh, It was quite quite a fun match actually. Um, disappointed that Brizango didn't get the win, but uh, well, that's okay. Um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn had a very very good promo, especially Sami Zayn, who was on kind of top form here, where he came out and explained his actions from the pay per view. Um, essentially, summed it up by saying that he met Shane backstage on SmackDown a few weeks ago when he was saying, don't go out and fight Owens. Which, I, that's that like, eventually ended up with Kevin Owens beating up, beating up Shane McMahon. He said, well, when he saw Shane going to the top of the cell, he realized Shane didn't care about him or Owens. Shane McMahon only cares about himself. Which kind of makes sense in the logic of the storyline, where yeah. Shane had the match won, but he had to go and do his big jump off the cell. Uh, so Sami Zayn said he, he realized that he, he did the right thing. So this uh, this was good in that it wasn't uh, your typical um, I never liked you fans, or, or I didn't get anywhere about being happy, although it had a, a very, very small kind of shade of that. It was more about, you know, kind of fit into the storyline, which was good. And then um, Sami Zayn said he realized Kevin Owens was right the whole time and thanked him for showing him the, showing him the light, and they hugged and raised each other's hands to the crowd. and Very, very good. Um... The main event was Baron Corbin beating AJ Styles for the US title. I mean, he won the title at, at the pay-per-view, but he retained here. And it was a, a good match. And And Corbin had quite a, a very good uh, promo afterwards, which I know is unbelievable for Corbin because he's one of the most boring men in life. But he got a good promo where he, he his new angle is kind of, you know, the f- f- keyboard warriors and the fans can go cry all they want because he beat AJ Styles. But he beat him and he's got... With his with his money from being the champion, he's gonna buy a boat, and he's gonna float on all your tears. And I thought that was quite a good little line. Um nice. I, I don't dislike Corbin as much as a lot of people do. I think he's serviceable to very good uh on his day. I think I th- I think it's good to have a heel that people don't don't like. And and not in the Jinder mahal way where he he's terrible as well. But I, th- I think Corbin is good. I, I quite like Baron Corbin. Um so there were highlights there was also of course uh uh, Becky Lynch Carmella match which went like two and a half minutes um, Becky Lynch won there and uh, in a weird tag team match that had no reason or rhyme to it Sunsuke Nakamura and Randy Orton beat Rusev and Aiden English um, uh, two more things then Luke Harper and Eric Rowan are a tag team again after breaking oh, up yeah, and I saw that reunited video. ten times God. they have big hammers and they're called the Bludgeon Brothers
0: how, like... Oh, God. How do they constantly Whoa. just oh. go back? Wait. Whoa,
1: who?
2: Luke Harper and Eric Rowan from the Wyatts. Oh, my God. Because they individually were doing nothing, they're like, well, God, God damn it, put them back together. Give them big hammers.
1: Oh, my. oh I'm watching the video now. Oh, my God. This is so <laughs> crap right here. And the funny thing oh
2: was, God. about the promo, right? Uh... Luke Harper is great in the ring. All that Eric Rowan rubbish. Uh, Eric Rowan was far more convincing in the promo than Luke Harper's promos are, are are very bad. Um, and then Bobby Roode and Dolph Ziggler had a, a an absolutely dreadful promo where they kind of forgot what they were talking about and it kind of stalled, kind of like the Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman match from a few weeks ago. So. It was generally a good Smackdown. The Kevin the Kevin Owens stuff was great, and the main event was very good. I also watched a bit of old uh, OTT in the week. Um, I did watch one match from the uh, Belfast uh, third anniversary show. I, I watched the Angel Cruz tag team match. Mm. That was a lot of fun. Angel Cruz, was against Martina and Colcabana. Cabana. That was very good. And then while I was on OTT... T- T-
0: brick running around.
2: All drunk. They're great. Yeah. I was watching as well some old OTT. Um just from like some of the earlier shows i can't put my finger on anything specific i watched but i was just kind of clicking around from bit to bit watching little segments little promos it's funny how how far it's come in what two and a half three years yeah like in in terms of production value alone and in terms of the production value of a lot of the wrestlers uh a lot better gear these days a lot better presented these days than maybe they used it. It's quite funny seeing some of the older wrestlers with like different theme songs and stuff as well. Um, so that's OTT On Demand again.
0: Yeah. So that's
2: all I've been watching in terms of wrestling this week. Still haven't watched a single second of Lucha Underground.
0: Oh, well, why would you? Nope. Uh, so uh, it looks like that's going to be our show this week, maybe a bit of a shorter show this week. Mm. Uh, it's okay it was a
2: long show last time we talked about a hundred movies
1: mm, that's right you've both got to go and batten down the hatchet so. mm, yeah we have true. to go tie down our loved ones and all that other stuff I, uh, tie the dog to the roof kind the danger isn't that
0: something the med keep upgrading the the status of this thing to really bad like, but I was like I, you know yeah. like I can't not go to work tomorrow you know and and then and then then be like oh well you know why why didn't you show up? You know, because I feel like that's that's what the that's what the mail would be or the message would be. But we'll mm. figure it out. And next week me and me and Paul will have a weather update, hopefully. We'll be rebuilding our, our fences and whatnot. Um uh and we'll also have is TLC isn't this Saturday, Sunday, is it?
2: I have no idea.
0: I've no idea. Well, we'll have an, we'll have more raw and SmackDown thoughts, maybe. Um and and, and we'll uh you know, T V golf. More. I'll have Oh, I'll have endoscopy thoughts. That's great. Yeah, I'll be posting okay. scope. So look forward to scope guff um, uh, uh, next week. And uh, yeah. So uh, until then, it's going to be goodbye from me, Barry Murphy. It's goodbye from Mr. Joe Towner.
1: Goodbye.
0: And goodbye. Goodbye.